I'd like to say a huge thank you to Schwarzkopf for supporting this episode of Grazia Beauty Life Lessons. With 125 years in the hair industry, Schwarzkopf is one of the best known names in the business. Did you know that Schwarzkopf not only invented the first liquid shampoo, but also the first hairspray? Talk about a legacy. Combining quality ingredients, impeccable craftsmanship, and the latest color and styling technology, it is Schwarzkopf's mission to inspire and enable people everywhere to tell their own hair story through products that speak to your identity, let you reinvent yourself, and inspire you to share your hair story. This year, Schwarzkopf are opening up the iconic Schwarzkopf head logo to give a glimpse into the women that use Schwarzkopf, inviting them to share their unique hair stories and the impact their hair has on their identity and confidence. So the relationship I have with my hair right now is fabulous. Hello and welcome to this episode of Beauty Life Lessons from Grazia with me, Annie Vescher. My guest today is award-winning broadcaster, podcaster and television presenter, Clara Ampho. Known for her seemingly limitless knowledge of music and film, I can't wait to get Clara off topic today and discuss all things beauty. In this episode, Clara discusses how much being in the makeup chair has improved her beauty game. I can honestly say, I think it's only been the past year I've truly learned how to do my makeup half decently. Reveals the products she always keeps with her on the go. Somebody wants hand cream or body cream or whatever, like, I'm your girl, I've got you, I've, I've, I've always got it on me and talks about a few of her beauty non-negotiables. I can be quite a tomboy, but the one thing I always have is like a good manicure and a good uh, and a good pedicure. Like that will always be me. Thank you so much for joining me today, Clara. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a little bit jet lagged, but um, we're pushing through. <laughs> I know. Boo hoo. Poor me. Um, but no, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling happy. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. And I have to say, you look exceedingly fresh for somebody who's jet-lagged. So very, very impressed. Well, <laughs> listen, it's it's a beauty podcast. I've given, I've done a, a, a kind of light beat today. Very, very light coverage, bit of concealer, definitely some lip gloss just to make me feel a bit, uh, a bit more human. So... <laughs> I mean, I do have to, the lip gloss was the first thing that jumped out at me, honestly. So I have to go straight in and ask what it is. Tell me. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's my fave. It's Rihanna. It's Fenty Beauty. It's, and it's just the clear gloss. Um, and it's just, it's such a good one and it lasts forever. It's so good. And it just makes it's your right. lips look like gloss. I think, I think it's called Glass Slipper, actually. Um, but yeah, Less I love it. it. Mm, I'm, I'm obsessed. That one and also this one. There's always a spare one. The heat, the Fenty heat, it's so good. What's this? In hot chocolate. Do you remember when it went viral on TikTok? I think like last year, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, oh my God, this shade. And it's your lips so tingly. Um, and I, I was blessed enough to be sent one. And I and I, I used it quite quickly, even though I know it lasts forever. I rinsed it. And so I messaged the I messaged the team Fenty, like, please, please can I have another one? But listen, I'd buy 50 of these. They're like, they're fab. <laughs> I always hear every year that this is the one thing that they just always run out of in the Love Island villa as well. They deck the shelves with it and it's the thing that goes. It is, and it smells so good. No, but I understand because it, it, it smells delicious. Like you feel like you're putting like like this like fruity chocolate thing on your lips and it's just, you just want to snog everyone. When you put oh it yeah, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's what Riri wanted as well. So. Oh yes. <laughs> Well, let's get into what your beauty vibe is in general. That's how you always start. So what's your approach to beauty like? Are you really kind of, do you stick to your favorites? Do you stick to those things that are always in your bathroom cabinet? Are you constantly trying new things? Like how do you approach it? 
A bit of both, you know, like I am very much into the mantra of if it ain't broke, don't try and fix it sort of thing. Like when you find things that work for you, like have at it. Like I'm like that with, I don't know, with clothes. If I find something that fits me and suits me, I'll buy it in three colours because you never know (laughs) if somebody might not reproduce it. I have that same approach to, to beauty products, you know, whether it's makeup, skincare, hair care. Once I find something that I like, I do try to stick to it, but I do like trying new things because it's like, you know, it's like, I think that's part of the fun, Um, you know, trial and error. And also like things change, like I can go away, I can go away and then catch a tan and then like some of my foundations won't match me for like a month after I come back. So like I have to try out something new from like a different different brand from what I regularly use. Actually, and literally just as of yesterday, uh, I I smashed a foundation on the floor and in my bathroom and I... I was fuming. I, no, I, I I wanted to cry, and it's like my, my it's like my favorite one because uh, it's like such a good match. And do you know what? Even this morning when I when I put a bit of a foundation on because I've still got some of the broken glass with it in because I'm such a I'm such a thrifty person in that sense. I think because I was brought up not to waste things. So I've still got like, there's half the bottle left and obviously it's smashed, but it's still got a decent bit of foundation. I'm like, I'm not throwing that away. <laughs> Be careful. I used it. No, no, no. There's no little mini shards of glass in my face, but I, I can't bet. I couldn't bear to like throw it away and like have it, have it, you know, live its uh, foundation life in vain. So uh, which one is it? Which one has you hooked? It's the Estee Lauder Double Wear. So um, yes. I think I'm a Pecan 6C2. I think that's my shade. And I was like, I, I can't, I, I can throw it away. So I've just been like, oh, yeah, dipped into it with my brush very carefully. <laughs> the mark, the mark of a real cult classic, that's I have it. to say. Which leads us nicely onto makeup. So you're, you know, you're in broadcasting, you're in television, you have been in the makeup chair a lot. So how much of what you put in the, to practice today is from what you've learned in that makeup chair oh my and how gosh. much we everything that I I can <laughs> I can I've only I can honestly say I think it's only been the past year I've truly learned how to do my makeup half decently by myself um to the point where my makeup artist asked me and she's like oh my gosh she's French she's like oh my god Clara, like you're gonna put me out of the job but I'm like no 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 I still need you like because like because I mean look, they're called makeup artists for a reason like because it is an art and the way that she paints my face is so great. I can never duplicate it, but I've learned a lot from her. And the same with uh, my other makeup artist, incredible Benicia Boteng. Like I use Yasmina and Benicia probably the most consistently. I've learned so much from them, you know, about like how to shape under your eyebrow properly, like how to contour where you're giving your face like, you know, a, a, a gorgeous shape you're not looking like a flipping like transformer like do you know what I mean I always call it transformer face you know when the contour's like, like it's, not, it's not for me hun like um like you know but yeah they just I've learned so much um from both of them because I used to be so anti um like contour and uh, like con- the con- concealer and all the and like a la- and all the extra bits and bobs because I love I love an incredible beat. I'm obsessed with like a big, bad beat. Like I love it. Um, but I also love a really natural look. And I think when I first started in telly and just being on camera in general, I, I think I had this thing where I think, I think for me, like authenticity is something that is so important to me. It's something I cling on, like I, I'm obsessed with. 
I never, I never want to like misrepresent myself, right? Or like come across as something that doesn't feel like me. And I think for the longest time, I associated, well, if I put loads of makeup on, then I'm not really being myself, am I? Because it's a mask. And I think, I think that got into my head, which is really, which, which obviously I now know wasn't true. But because of that way of thinking, I was obsessed with, I like, know I want my makeup to be really, really natural. I want it to be really natural. I don't want loads of makeup on. But then like I would do it and I'd see how it would translate in pictures and, you know, on, on camera, like with TV. And I was like, oh, actually, no. And I'd be like, it looks like I haven't got anything on. I look like I'm bare face. What? And then like, Yasmin would be like, well, you see, it's because... Uh, like you just need to trust me because you see this it's like a science and I know how the dimensions lie and I was like okay I get it I get it I get it um so now I'm just like lay it on me I'm like I'm I'm literally like assault my face like give me give me everything because I I get it now because it's like you may think you've got loads on in real life and then like you look at the pictures afterwards you look at yourself on camera like oh okay I see why you put loads of like concealer there on the forehead and you put loads under the eye and why you powdered that way and why you put the highlight there because of the lights and stuff and like it's it's an art it's like a science you know so yeah now I'm just like give me the beat give me give me all (laughs) I love that and so what what does your makeup bag look like at the minute we've mentioned Fenty gloss when we've mentioned um double wear what else is in there constantly oh my Fenty matchstick for contouring I'm obsessed um, I love it. It's because it's just the application is so easy. And also the brand Iconic. So they have a concealer, which I now use um, for contour. And this was a trick that I got from Yasmina. It's this perfect shade and it's quite liquidy. So I have to use it very, very slightly, but it blends in so nicely. And I'm obsessed. Love it. I use Estee Lauder um, concealer for under my eye. And my new favourite setting spray because I wasn't Urban Decay girly, but that Charlotte Tilbury, like your face will not move all day. It is so good. Like, I love it. Um, and for eyeliners, I've been really into NYX lately because I am I always need a really good waterproof um, liquid eyeliner because like my eyes can get, I'm, I'm a bit of a crybaby when it comes to like, emotional things like with like telly or whatever. I've been like, ah. and, like and um, if I'm outdoors, my eyes get really watery, like especially in the summer, like Glastow around that time, because my hay fever is ridiculous. So I'm sneezing all the time. I need an eyeliner that's like not going to budge or when it's really cold and I'm like, my eyes get quite like, like watery. Like I just, I just need something that's not going to like leave my eye area and the NYX waterproof liquid eyeliner is, is a new discovery and it's it's fantastic it's so good doesn't move at all amazing and I have to bring this in because I'm a Strictly stan I was obsessed with you on that show I was obsessed how with much that show a, <laughs> <laughs> how much of a shock to the system was makeup for that show because that's that traditional dancing makeup right and then it it's got to be next level. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you, yeah, the Strictly Makeup team are like, they are, they are fantastic. And I mean, I will always be obsessed with that show because the thing is, don't get me wrong, the dancing obviously was a thing that I love, but I was obsessed with the creativity around it, like with hair, makeup, costume, and the makeup team, like the looks that they would create, because it's um it's overseen, so you know, by the Lisa's hair and makeup. But like it's just, oh my God, like it, 
I remember like when it was when it was a uh, movie week and we did Moulin Rouge. I had this lip look, which I love. Like, so I basically did my lips in red and then covered them in red rhinestones. But there was a last minute decision because again, it's all it's all like, you know, like the TV producers got to have a say and like the camera guys got to have a say because how stuff looks on camera because that's how it looks in real life. Two different things. They'd spent like ages applying all these gorgeous rhinestones to my lips. Like, you know how um, Doja Cat did that, that all red look at the Scaparelli show earlier this year yeah 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 and Pat McGrath did it on the runway one year as well exactly it was basically that like on my lips um but then we had to take it off because like um like because the like production people are like oh you know what it's it's gonna be a bit too much on the camera might be a bit too like dazzling might blind some people but like just be a bit uh yeah, a bit too sparkly some people's eyebrows. And so we had to wipe it off. And I was a bit gutted about that because it did look really fun. Um, but no, but the makeup, like, they're, they're incredible. Like Halloween, we've got like really fab, like, like gothic eye. And when we did like our Charleston dance, I had like really cute, sort of like quite simple kind of flapper girl makeup. But no, it's just, it was so fun. But that, yeah, I, I could just watch them like work like all day. It's, it, it's incredible, truly. Well, like you said, it's an absolute art, isn't it? 100%. Incredible. And moving on to skincare and body care, which every makeup artist tells me is the foundation of insane makeup. What's your skincare vibe? What do you use? Um, yeah, talk me through this. the products. I drink so much water. Oh, I always need wee. So dear listener, you can't see this, but I'm holding my litre and a half bottle of water. It's like I, ref- I, I try and like drink two of these a day. Um, because I treat like I think it has it has to come from the inside, has to come from the inside. Um, so I always make sure I'm like super well hydrated. Uh, but with skincare, yeah, I've been switching it up. So lately, I've been using Pharrell's line actually, um, Human Race. Really? Um, it's so good. So I've been using it's like the rice powder cleanser. It's lovely. So it's in this fabulous like sort of green. Um, container and you tap it out and it's like a powder and you and you wet it and you put it on your face and it and like as a cleanser and it's it is so good it's just it, it leaves your skin feeling like really like like fresh like you feel like all the oil and everything like get like just all the grime like come out of it so I use that I always use a vitamin c or like a floritin um serum so I use like skin ceuticals I really like skin ceuticals um a lot and then for my moisturizer I love um, Dr. Zoe. I love Dr. Zoe and I love, I, I do like a skin, skin, uh, skin cuticles moisturizer too. But then the Pharrell moisturizer is, is decent, you know, like I, I really like it. Amazing. That is a very sort of, you know, you've got the science of skin cuticles and I've heard Pharrell's line is really good, but the packaging has me on that. The packaging is amazing, as, as it would be, but. Well, that's it. His sort of, his eye for like just great design and innovation is just, you know, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible. Like, and he's somebody that, you know, he spent a lot of time in like in Asia and you can tell that, and he's got a lot of reverence, a lot of respect for like Asian culture, particularly Japanese culture. And obviously as we know, like using like rice water and, you know, all the properties like from it and like the powder is, is very prevalent in Asian culture. And I think he's been able to, you know, distill that in a really respectful and like, and cool way. And it, and it really works, man. Like my skin feels great. <laughs> I'm with you on the rice powder cleanser. There's one that I use 
from Thatcher, which came over to the UK in the last couple of years, but I'd been so aware of it because when I, you know, when you, you were sort of in sort of Meghan Markle mania, I'd read everything and everything she used and that was on the list, but it was only available in the US. And it's a very similar makeup to the Pharrell one. And it's not as simple as plumping for a powder cleanser. It's that vice powder that makes your skin feel so supple and soft. I'm a huge fan. That is the word, yeah, because, exactly. because it really just, yeah, you really feel the grains like just like working. But yeah, I think we 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 owe so much to like to East Asia in general, just I think for great beauty. Like Cam, I mean, I know everyone and their mum's like got a gua sha now. And I made sure when I bought one, I, I got it from like, you know, an authentic source. Cause I think you're seeing a lot of like quite like tacky, like cheap like reproductions of them. And you can tell like like no kind of like source like material like I, I it just you can tell it's not from the source I'll say that no but I made sure I, I got mine from authentic wash dealer because I just think it's a, I think it's a respect thing as well and also I want to yes. say that like it I'm going to be doing it properly with the proper tool rather than just using like you know some like not great quality like piece of whatever material somebody might be using to be like yeah I'm doing my wash routine well I can't get over the fact that there are plastic ones out there being sold. I'm like, well, you can't make it look like a gua sha and it'd be plastic. Well, this because is it. Don't buy a, exactly. You need that cooling jade or the, that cooling rose quartz. And yeah, no, I totally agree. And it's, you know, it's the essence of something just being taken and sold because people are going to buy it, not because it's going to work. <laughs> and we'll be back right after this little aside on Schwarzkopf, the craftsman with 125 years of expertise in hair. Leave it to Schwarzkopf to deliver colour and styling products that make way for reinvention. In the spotlight today is Schwarzkopf's Oleo Intense range, their first oil-based at-home hair colour. Infused with caring oils, you can rely on the Oleo Intense lineup to nourish your hair as it colours and leaves your lengths gleaming with radiant shine. Now with new haptic system, which creates micro bonds and strengthens the hair structure for up to 90% less hair breakage, the beautiful hair results you can see and feel. So whether you're toying with an all-out revamp or refreshing your signature look, head to schwarzkopf.co.uk to find your perfect Schwarzkopf Oleo Intense Shade. And do you take the same level of um, thought that you apply to your skincare through to your body care? Oh, absolutely. Like my, my catchphrase, everybody knows this, you know, it's like, you will never catch me actually in these streets. Never, ever, 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 ever. I am obsessed with having soft skin at all times. The, I'm always the friend that's got like a lip, a lip, not just a lip gloss, but I've got a lip balm. Any like, but I'm, I don't share my lip balm. So like, so I mean, I say I'm always that friend that's got it, but like, you're not dipping your finger into my lip balm. I think that's gross. I know there's some people that do that. Like, it's not for me. I might squeeze out the top. If I've got a squeezy one, squeeze out the top and you can swipe your finger and then we'll, we'll do a little anti-back rub in between. Dipping in the pot? Absolutely not. Um, but I've always got, somebody wants hand cream or body cream or whatever, like, I'm your girl. I've got you. I've, I've, I've always got it on me. Um, I just, I, I, but it's just how I was raised, you know. Ghanaians are obsessed with having soft skin. Um, it's just, I think it's in our DNA, but also, you know, it's a, we're from the land of like shea butter. So, yes. uh, and you know, that's such a great foundation for like great, like, like skincare, you know, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm always, I always have some sort of shea butter on me or some sort of like emollient. So like, I think, so usually I'll use like a mixture of shea butter, but I also use an epiderm, 
I'm obsessed with epiderm. It's so good. But what I'll do, I'll put lavender and vanilla oil in it to give it like a nice little fragrance. And I'll mix it around. I'll put it in my fridge overnight so it sets like nice and um, cool. And then I can like apply it the next day. So all the, all the oils are confused and the smell isn't it because it's fragrance free, you see. But I, I, I like a natural oil. So I put that in and then slap it all over my body. <laughs> That's such a great tip though, because some of, you know, I speak to so many people and obviously there is talk about fragrance not being great for your skin, but when it comes to your, in general, the skin on your body is so much more resilient than the skin on your face. And when it comes to moisturizing and those rituals, it's it's that word, it's ritual and it becomes a moment of self-care and scent really bleeds into that. It's such a good tip to, if you find a fragrance-free product that you love, Drop a if your skin can take it. Drop a couple of lavender oil drops in there, or whatever makes you feel great. That's such an amazing tip. And do you have any anything you've learnt along the way, or any tip skincare tips that you constantly give people? Take your makeup off at night. Like just do it. And uh, it's long because don't get me wrong. There's been times when I've been working at an event, and I'm like all adrenaline up. And I'll get home at maybe ten, and I'll be like pacing around like, oh my god, <laughs> and then like. It comes like it's one o'clock and I'll sit down on my sofa or whatever and I'll be like, oh, maybe I'll just watch this before I go to bed. And I'll wake up and it's like 3 a.m. And I'm like, oh my God. But I will still, before I really lay my head down, I will go to my bathroom and I will do my 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 like makeup removal routine because I just that feeling of going to bed with a full face of slap on, it's just, it's just not it. So I will start with, I love a cleansing balm. I love a cleansing balm because it just feels so thorough. Do you know what I mean? And having it all like melt the makeup off your face. It's just such a satisfying feeling. Um, so I use this, I use the Drug and brand one, actually. It's the one that comes out a little light blue pot. It's so good. I will use that um, and I'll melt all the makeup off my face like with a flannel. And then I'll go back in with my cleanser. So I'll be like, get the extra bits out. And then I'll do my toner. So I use um, I use advanced night, advanced night repair after I've done that. And then I'll put a vitamin C on and then I'll go to bed. You're so good. That's a stellar routine, I have to say. I just, I, I just, I have to, I, I can't not. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on um, to a category that has, I feel, at least for me, it's such a part of you, that is your signature, hair. Talk to me about hair. I, I, I love my hair. I love, I love experimenting with it. I love playing around with it. Like I'm currently in the process of like, outgrowing my undercut because I've had my undercut for like oh my gosh probably about six six or seven years because I remember when I first did it I was so nervous because my hairdresser at the time the incredible uh Virginia Marrera who's fab and you've like probably seen her work oh that's probably been in your magazine actually um she's she's amazing she's like babe I think we should like I think we should uh, we should cut under your hair it's just be like this cool like little short moment I was like oh I don't know. And then I became obsessed with it. Um, but I, I became committed to like growing out this year because I miss being able to do like cornrows and stuff. So I've been, I finally, I'm finally able now to add like braids under here where I haven't been able to for like six years. Cause I've just been in the process of, um, of growing out, but yeah, no, I, I love, I love my hair and it's been, you know, it's, it's been a journey because I think it's that thing of like for, yeah, for, for a minute, I didn't always love it. And but it was this weird thing where it wasn't because I thought it was bad or ugly or anything like that. It was almost quite the contrary. But then I think when you find yourselves, when you're, when you're in a minority, 
like you're, you think, oh gosh, like, hang on a minute. Even though you've been raised and you know intrinsically your hair is a beautiful thing, I think growing up, I, I did have moments where I questioned, you know, the validity of its beauty once I was outside the home. Do, do, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that your lens shifts or you're introduced to this new lens that other people are looking through and it makes you question your own sense of reality with it. Exactly, exactly. No, but, but you know, I love it. And like, you know, it's it's pinned on my profile. Like you'll see, like like when I when it was announced, I started working with Pantene. There's pictures of me like throughout my life, from, like when I was a little girl and have like my first like, hair relaxer to you know having cane rows and like different types of braids and having like a super shortcut and like um, my lovely friend Stefan did my hair for a shoot once and like, and he kind of gave me this sort of like old school sort of like nineties bound up in like gold string look like all different like you know I had my big afro before and you know I, I love experimenting with my hair like it's such I, I, afro hair to me is a gift like I love I love its versatility you know um I love I just I love how it makes me feel like it's my crown do, do you know what I mean and like you know what one day I might shave all my hair off and be one of those fabulous women with like with like a, a bald head and I'll tell you what I will maintain my bald head with my hydrating oil from Pantene. Thank you very much. But, um, but, uh, but no, at the moment I'm just about like length and just like having fun with like, like braiding styles and like, you know, like natural, like natural, like Afro shapes and things like, you know, that, yeah, there's things coming up this year, which I'm going to be able to show off different styles with, which I'm excited about. So yeah, man. I am. Ex- watch this hairspace. I'm excited to see this. Um, and talk to me about products. I, I can see when you're talking about the subject, you're beaming at me and there's so much joy that it's delivering to you. How do you kind of ritualize that? What products do you use? So I love my Pantene hydrating oil. I am obsessed with it because it smells so good. And the great thing is like the consistency. It's almost like there's like a slight stickiness to it as well as a smoothness to it. So it really eases into your scalp so nicely. And like, you literally want to like lick your own head <laughs> after it. It just smells like delicious. And I love my leave-in mask as well. Um, because obviously like we've, like we've braided hair, like it's with skincare, like foundation of like your, like your hair is everything. And for me, like I need my hair to be like so well conditioned, so well prepped, like before I braid it, I can't just like go in there like willy, willy nilly. Um, so I use like the gold, the gold series, like leave-in mask as well, which is, it is gorgeous. And it makes like, it makes my hair so smooth. Like I can just run my hands through it with like no stress. And I, and I love it. Um, and I think especially like, in the run-ups to sort of like, not a hill carnival and all these like fun summer events where you just want your hair to like be like fab and free like those those are my like two go-tos absolutely and obviously the shampoo is really great as well amazing and we will segue rather clunkily I have to admit for me but <laughs> to your next category which is nails and I can see what what do you got on like a matcha kind of tone here Mate, right? these nails because so, I, I even I, I messaged my nail person to be like can I see you today because like this is like uh, like I mean to be fair well this <laughs> it's my rude finger it's like snapped <laughs> this one snapped Overused. yesterday yeah um, exactly <laughs> Um, uh, but then uh, funnily enough the this one came off when I was on holiday and I couldn't find a color match because I'd moved cities because I'd gone from like a different part of Mexico to another so this is the closest match they could find but I was like actually do you know what it's actually quite fab so it does work yeah it, it looks works. like um yeah like skittle nails like different exactly love it. exactly exactly so uh yeah that but that but I, I'm obsessed I, I love having my nails done like 
I can be quite a tomboy, but the one thing I always have is like a good manicure and a good uh, and a good pedicure. Like that will always be me. And what do you go? Do you always go for a colour? Always. Is it always bright? Yeah. Yeah, I always, and I love like metallics of fours. I love, I love chrome nails because I love how they catch the light. Um, but I always try to make sure my nails are festive. Like every year when I've done the Brit Awards, I will match my nail art to the artwork of, of the Brits. You know, every year they've got like, you know, like, like one year they had Yinka Laurie do the nails, and then one year... Um, it was like, um, oh gosh, I think like Vivian Westwood did like, did, did the, did, did the award. And then one, it was like Damien Hurst. And like, I will always match my nails like to the aesthetic of like the artist. Like last year it was Slawn. So I had these like fab black nails with like the gold, like with his gold logo on. And I just, I just love, I just like having fun with, with nails. Cause again, like very much like makeup, like it's, it's an art and very much like the things I can do with my hair. Like it's, it's such an art, you know, like. Like for me, like I will never just have like a standard French manicure. <laughs> I just, I just be so bored. I, I always think something like fun to look at. So yeah, <laughs> amazing. I love that though. And then fragrance. Are you are you similar in that vein? Like do oh, you like something quite statement. I, what are your go to? It's funny actually because like people say to me at work, like everyone at, at, at Radio One's, like, I could always tell. Like, because we're on the eighth floor of the BBC building, and every time I see my workmates, like, I can always tell when you've been in the lift. Or when you're near, because I can smell you. Um, I wear I wear portrait of a lady by Frederick Mal. I'm obsessed with it. I will I will never change that. I will never change my fragrance. I'm gonna wear that for the rest of my days. Like it's my absolute favorite because it's like quite oody. It's quite spicy but floral. It's such a classic, and it has become famed. Um, as the fragrance that will have a complete stranger walking up to you in the supermarket. Oh, all the queue. time, all the time. Yeah, they're, 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 they're at least at least once a week. Oh my god, like what are you wearing? Oh my god, and I'm like, thanks. It's portrait of a lady. Apparently, David Beckham wears it. I wouldn't be surprised, and I do think there's something in its makeup that makes it smell different on everyone. I swear, just slightly. Yeah, it's just it's, really. It's quite a sensual smell, actually. I think. Mm. So it's a, mm. it's a sexy smell. So yeah, it's a really sexy smell. I do like it. It is, and it's so rare nowadays when there's so much out there to find somebody that has that does stick to one scent. Yeah, no, I, I, I do you know what? Like, because for years and years, I used to wear. Uh, Mademoiselle by Chanel, which I still love, and Chance I love because they're like again spicy and floral. Um, but then the, again, but the minute I smelled Portrait of a Lady, I was like, oh my god, wow, this is uh, this is quite something. Like I'll still flirt with my Chanel occasionally because uh, I I do really love that smell, and it's like it's so um, oh, it's so sweet. And also, remember like Mark Jacobs Lola loved Lola. Oh my god, loved Lola. But yeah, Portrait of a Lady, it's it's, it's it's me and her for life, I, I, I suspect. <laughs> I love that. So we round off every episode by um, bringing things back down to earth and talking about people's biggest beauty blunder, be- biggest beauty mistake, but hopefully a lighthearted one that kind Ooh. of causes some giggles still. So what's yours? Now, when you say beauty, is it to include hair or mainly of the face? No, it could be anything. Like I recently had been enjoying a bubble bath for a good few weeks and kind of loving how it felt and then realised it was a really fancy laundry detergent. (laughs) (gasps) Oh my God. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers for your... Wow. Wow. 
don't know how I survived. I was going to say, because that, that, that is, that that is be, a yeah. flipping yeast infection waiting to happen. Let's keep yep, it above. Exactly. That's what, you know what? <laughs> you, know, you know, like Lush, I walk past Lush every day and it smells delicious. But I just, I, those bath bombs, na 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 na. Because again, like I say, it's all from the inside. I try and keep my pH balance, you know, yes. neutral. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we well, I mean, this detergent is clearly good for sensitive skin, guys, because I survived with no undue, undue untoward effects. That but is I'm incredible. Wow, wow, wow. That is, <laughs> that's truly incredible. Oh, my, my, my beauty mistakes. I think, oh, no, do you know what? I, I definitely used to overdo my brows. Yeah, there was, there was a time when me, because also this is before, like, I learned how to do my brows properly because now I use like, I, I love the NYX um, brow pen. It's called Snatch and Lift. I'm obsessed. Like, I love it. So I use I use Anastasia Beverly Hills eyebrow gel, which is sensational. And then once that's like set all nicely, I'll use the NYX Lift and Snatch like brow pen. But before I discovered that, I used to use like brow pencils. And now I look back on some old pictures. It's just, I may as well put a flipping Sharpie on my on my face. Like, it just looks so bad. So, 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 so bad. And yeah, that, that's definitely been a big mistake. Just not understanding that you don't have to like apply so much pressure. Like, yeah. Just go lightly, lightly and build, build up your product. Don't just go in. Uh, uh. But that's what I, I used to do. And uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely paid the price for that. And like, and yeah, and some, and some lipstick shades that were maybe like two shades too light for me. Not the one, not the one. Not the one, but I do love how you've turned your blunder section into an amazing tip because I do agree that NYX Lift and Snatch and the Anastasia Brow Freeze, so good. I was speaking to a makeup artist, um, Sam Chapman, at one of our Grazia Beauty Club events, and she pulled out that NYX Lift and Snatch. Bearing in mind, she's got, you know, like you, got access to absolutely everything she could use. And it's this kind of amazing budget-friendly bride that has clearly come through. Do you know what? Salute, like, salute to honestly, because I think their, their branding and, like, how they just put everything together is so lovely and so accessible and it doesn't make you feel, like, bad about yourself. And those are my favourite types of beauty brands. Like, NYX has really got that thing. They're, don't don't they're, not, they're not paying me to say this, but it really is like... <laughs> like for everyone and their dupes are good as well like yes <laughs> obviously just between us listen if I, I'll, I'll let you know now dear listener if the Fenty like uh gloss bomb isn't within your like budget I would say the NYX like lip glosses are like decent you know there's some good there's some good adjacency there I'll say that so good so good oh, I've got some one my well, mascara um uh benefit the, the bad girl have that's the only one I'll ever use fantastic it's so good so good you're just brimming with beauty tips you can't stop <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this episode of beauty life lessons from Grazia with me Annie Vischer please keep listening for more episodes and listen back to previous episodes for some amazing guests sharing their top beauty tips And don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. It really does make the difference to people finding us. See you next time. And thanks again to Schwarzkopf for supporting this episode. With 125 years in the hair industry, they want to inspire and enable you to unleash the power of hair to tell your story. Take Schwarzkopf's Keratin Hairspray, for example. A stronghold spray that not only delivers unbeatable hold, it's an updo essential, but boosts your hair's shine with everywhere too. Then there's Schwarzkopf's Vitamin B5 Hairspray, a go-to for volume and lift. And Schwarzkopf's Ceramide Hairspray, which provides the perfect balance between strength and suppleness.
talk about multitaskers. I am proud of my hair and I'm proud of myself.